When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, welcome to hour two of the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. No Bradley trainer. He's on vacation. Holly and I are hanging out with you. Hey. And Holly is a self-described creeper. Sure Holly, am. explain your question for the listeners. So, 651-641-1071. Are you a creep? Give us a call. Now, I'm not talking about being a pervert. This is not that conversation, okay? This is a conversation... But if you're a perv, give us a call. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, you could, but we're probably not going to take your call on the air. We we are... We, yeah. I'm just going to leave that over just here. Just leave it. Just, just walk just, away. Just walking away. Now, mm-hmm. I'm saying this because I have a pastime <laughs> that I know definitely can be categorized as creepitude. I am mild, a creep. Mi- it's a mild creep. It's a, it's a mild creep, and I can't help it. I like to take pictures of cats sitting in other people's windows. It's true. <laughs> that is creepy. It is like seriously it, yeah. great Instagram content, though. Like, <laughs> Holly, cats in windows. I feel like, Holly, you, uh, this is like definitely a thing that you notice, that you bring your attention to. Yes. That a lot of people probably are walking along and they never see a cat in a window. But Holly Roberts not only sees them, but documents it and then shares it on social media. Because I will stop when I'm on my walks and I will see a cat across the street in mm-hmm. a good pose, mm-hmm. chilling out in the windowsill mm-hmm. in their sunspot. Yes. I will make my way across the street to po- to get the right shot. Hashtag cats and windows. I know it's creepy. I'm mildly afraid that someone is going to catch me doing it. That's my question. Have you been caught ever? Not yet. Ooh, conversation started for sure. Yeah, not right? yet. But I am a creep, and I know that I am a creep. 651-641-1071. Surely I'm not alone in my creepy behavior. Now, it doesn't have to be cats and windows taking pictures of cats and windows. I did stop. I didn't take one yesterday because the window was too open and the cat was really cute mm-hmm. sitting on the kitchen table next to the KitchenAid mixer. Okay, that's a little too much information. <laughs> like, if you know what piece of furniture the cat's on and what appliance is nearby, you're too close. I didn't take a picture, though. Thank you, one. Holly. I didn't. But what? your cats are so cute. <laughs> and they're chilling out in the window. And how, what do you expect Holly to do? Just keep walking and not take pictures? Duh. Thank you. Let's go to the phones. Jack is on the line. Hey, Jack. Jack, what kind of creep are you? Well, I'm reaping a harvest of these call-in radio stations. I love calling radio and expressing my opinion. I'm really a nice guy once you get to know me, but I love talking on the radio. 
Well, you know, the, well, I used to love to talk on the radio, too, so they gave me a show. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing. Good thing. <laughs> Jack, thanks for your call. Uh, Jack, regular caller to the Colleen and Bradley show. Uh, yep. That's his creep. That's his creep thing. That's how he creeps. That's all right. Okay, we support that. Yeah. Um, 651-641-1071. What kind of creep are you? I'm the kind of creep who checks who likes to look at like Zillow or um, cause I like to look inside people's homes. Now, yeah. if this, if we were in a different time and if I didn't have like, you know, other things going on in my life, I would just go to open houses all day long. Cause I love to go into other people's houses. Now, I'm a creep that way. Yeah, And a Zillow <laughs> creep because also in my super notes, Zillow creep, I'm a super Zillow creep. Went around the neighborhood. Maybe yesterday. I like to also know how much people paid for their homes. That's, Sorry, true yeah. story. Oh you know? yeah, oh yeah. Real talk. Oh yeah. Give an address. I'm going to put it in Zillow. Yeah. And I'm going to creep. I'm going to creep on you. Yes. Also, Google Maps creep. This this is a great hobby that I've picked up during the time of COVID. Yeah. Pick a spot on planet Earth, then go into Google Maps. Oh, just delightful hours of creepitude. You can just yeah. oh my gosh, creep the you know what I do too? Anywhere That's the in the thing. world. That's my favorite part about Google Maps <laughs> is I can like travel, right? So I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, I've seen enough of that house and like where they keep their garbage cans. Yeah, why don't I check out their neighbors? <laughs> it's I ended, ridiculous. I ended up in a weird weightlifting gym in Paraguay. Oh, <laughs> how exciting! How were the Paraguayan weightlifters? Swole. Oh, swole. Neat. Nice. Noted. Um, okay, so we don't have any other callers, uh, but Grant has a whole story about a different kind of creep. Yeah. Um, well, my one weird creep thing is just like I'm a you know people watcher, so like state fair time. Oh, families with the same shirts, Favorite. you know, fanny Favorite. packs, certain things like the things that make them stand out amongst the crowd. I yep. love like tallying that off. Yeah. So that's my weird creep thing. Um, and then I was walking through Ridgedale. Uh, this was you know, probably in the last year, right after the first lockdown, just to kind of get some air and walk around. And I passed this gentleman who had his phone really uptight against his chest, you know, and I'm like, well, if you're texting around your phone, you're not going to yeah. have it like this kind of hidden. And I passed him. So I was like, well, that's weird. So I kind of turned around, followed him for a quick second to get a quick peek at what he was doing. Well, he was following two young girls Mm-mm. into Lululemon Mm-mm. and they were wearing some very tight clothing. Mm-hmm. And so I was, I, as I, as soon as I noticed what he was doing, I'm like, I'm not going to let this happen. So without just blatantly being like, what the H are you doing? Right. I, I can't believe H was the letter you chose. Well, yeah. I saw so I turned, <laughs> so I caught around in front of him in the aisle and then I just b- b- like bumped his shoulder to bump him. And then I like like pretended I saw his camera and I go, oh, excuse me. And I was like, oh, wait, whoa, are you are you recording in the store right now? What are you doing? And I just made this huge scene. And within the like, seconds, there was an attendant over. They called security. And yeah, it was a real it was a bad situation. Wow. Yeah, creepy. That creepy. is super Ooh, creepy. That's, that's like a, actual creep. Yeah, that's legit creep. Yeah. We don't like that. Mm-mm. That's not the kind of creep we're here for on the Colleen and Bradley show. More, you know, more people snooping in houses. Yeah, but it is one of those things. I mean, let's be real. Do you? Yeah. Everybody drives slow around the lakes at night. Please come on, on of purpose. Course. And it's one of those things that you're walking around the neighborhood. Come on, right? You know you do it. You the blinds do. are open. You're like, oh, I wonder what kind of couch this person. This is. Has. A, how about this? This is actually another favorite thing that I like to do. Is I like to watch people walk very slowly by my house, and then. 
make sure I make my presence known. <laughs> like I walk to the window and just sort of stand there and watch them walk by slowly as they're staring at my house. Do I'm you like, ever wave? I see you. I have before. Yeah. I was. I always like to see what my neighbors, because TVs are so big now. Oh, yeah. What are they watching? What are they watching in the oh, dark? Oh, mm-hmm. don't ever drive by my house because our our TV does face like the front a front window. And mm-hmm. I'm always like, if we're watching something on HBO and people are like naked and doing stuff, I'm like, oh, I hope nobody is <laughs> driving by or like children in the neighborhood. Let's go to the phones. Lee is on the line. Hello, Lee. Lee. Lee, what kind of creep are you? Hi. So I'm currently dating um on the dating apps and stuff and so the second i find out a guy's last name i look up his linkedin and then i actually do a like in minnesota you can check someone's criminal background history and so i put in his first and last name in the online thing and i always check out to see like are they a felon do they have speeding tickets what's going on I think that this is smart, Lee. Thank you. Thank you, Lee. Of course. I love it. Thanks. Have a great day. I don't think that's all that creepy. I think that's just wise. That's just wise. I know. You know what? It's funny because as a person who did online dating, I never did that with the people that I went on dates with. Mm. I always just asked on the second date, do you have a secret second family that I need to know about? (laughs) You might as well just Are be you honest. Scary? Are you planning to murder me? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honesty is the best policy. I think so, too. Um, and if they can't be honest about that, I mean, no. no second date for them. All right, Jamie's on the line. Hey, Jamie, what kind of creep are you? I am a creep that drives around in nice neighborhoods when my kids are napping in the car because I have a lot of little kids. And so I find a nice neighborhood and look at all the houses and their decorations and all kinds of good stuff. Oh, my gosh. I love this. I love that that's just like a a hobby for you. Jamie, thanks for your call. We did get this email. We got two emails that I want to share. Mary said, my mom used to say people without blinds on their windows are are house poor. My neighbors across the street had no blinds on their front windows. Oh, okay. So, like, if you live in a house and you don't have blinds on your window, it's because you paid too much for the house. Uh my neighbors across the street had no blinds on their front windows. I could tell when they were making dinner, when, their, when hubby was grabbing a beer. And yes, I used to watch just for fun. And then we got this email from Taylor who said, FYI, speaking of open houses, this is a vacation must for us. We were in New Orleans and went into two on a Sunday. We went all over the house and just got to pick the realtor's mind about the city. It was the best free vacation activity ever. I love that idea. Like, just go to open houses. Oh, I love it. Yes. Also, this is a pro tip for all the creeps out there who like to look into other people's houses. Mm-hmm. Might I recommend a trip to Amsterdam sometime in near, near future when we can all travel again and the world is in that place because there are no blinds in Amsterdam at what? all, at all, because it actually stems from Calvinism. Which insists that honest citizens have nothing to hide. So perhaps there's just a bunch of Calvinists around. And they're like, I've got nothing to hide. Watch me while I watch my horny I mean, there is this piece of me that literally, (laughs) like, uh, yes, there are. uh, I know people in my family who are very concerned with, like, making sure the blinds are shut. And we just don't really pay close attention to that at our house. And I'm like, if people are so interested in what the Lindstrom family is doing as we loaf around our house during quarantine, then you know what? Have at it. Because 
it's not interesting. There's I've got nothing to hide. There's nothing that I'm doing that is embarrassing or that like you shouldn't be able to see. Right. Like I'm just chilling. You're just chilling. Just chilling. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to get back to Harry and Megan uh, in their interview with Oprah. Um I've got some questions, and Holly might have some answers, actually. Uh, so we're going to talk about that after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. Okay, so I've got some questions, and I think a lot of people have similar questions on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, not here. Let's get into the rhythm. I know, of it. and I'm like, well, he's not here. Holly Roberts and I are here with you, uh, and we uh, both had an opportunity to watch last night the Harry and Meghan interview uh, that Oprah did on CBS. And um, I, I, I know everybody has questions. And by the way, we will take your calls in the next hour of the show to kind of walk through what kinds of things really stood out to you in the interview, but. One of the things that stuck out to me is, you know, they were very um, cagey about certain people. Like, they wouldn't say names. Mm -hmm. And they would say, like, it's not appropriate or it would cause harm to this person if we said who it really was. But one one of the stories that they told that I was like, who is it that asked this question? They both shared that there was somebody within the institution, within the royal family, within the firm, as they call it, who inquired about what the color of their son Archie's skin might be when he was born. Mm -hmm. And the reason that they were asked this question was had had something to do with sort of like how the public's what the public's perception would be. Right. Right. But they did not name who it was. And in fact, I believe, and I, I don't want to uh, misquote, but I believe that they actually did say we that they wouldn't say who it was because it would cause harm to that person. The quote is that Megan wouldn't reveal it because she said, quote, it would be very damaging, damaging to them. Damaging to them. And that's, that's the what word. she said. Okay. So, Holly, you had an insight about that, though. Well, actually, Oprah had the insight, so I'm going to share Oprah's insight into that story because uh, over on CBS this morning, we're getting excerpts from the interview, which actually lasted over three hours. We saw the edited version of about an hour and a half because of commercials of the actual interview. But one of the things that Oprah said to Gail is that Harry made it a point to tell Oprah about that story about baby Archie. He made it a point to tell the Oprah that it wasn't Queen Elizabeth and it wasn't her husband, his grandfather, Prince Philip, that made those remarks mm. about Archie. So because there was a lot of speculation last night because, you know, obviously they're like, Ooh, who, who's all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien podcast or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to uap on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Said that. Well, and a lot of people assumed it was um, Prince Philip. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, assuming that perhaps it was one of the uh, elder members of the royal family that would say something like that. And Oprah said, no, that it's not the case and that Harry wants people to know. Mm. That it was not the queen and that it was not Prince Philip. By the way, can I just quickly say that um, that he, he is very careful and very protective of the queen. You can tell that yeah. their relationship truly is a very good, solid relationship. Yeah, you know, and, and one of the things that Prince Harry said about his relationship with the queen oh. is that, uh, you know, that the queen has been the victim of bad advice. Mm. And that's mm-hmm. one of the things that he shared in an excerpt from CBS this morning, and you can catch some of those on social media. You know, he made it a point to say, you know, it's not necessarily the queen herself. It's the advisors and the people that are around her that perhaps are giving her bad advice on how to handle this situation. Okay, I do just have to say, like, as you're watching this interview, you do get the impression, though, that... Harry and his father do not have a good relationship. And I am putting it mildly when I say when you, that you get the impression. Yeah. Um, he all but says, you know, that things are not anywhere near good between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, he talks about a period of time where his father wouldn't answer his phone calls. Yeah. And I have another question. They always are talking about the firm. Like, I've heard that before, right? But they talk about the institution mm-hmm. a lot. Right. Is that code? Well, there's a little clip that was released this morning that perhaps might allow us to crack the code on what the institution is. Now, I want you to listen to the beginning of this clip. And it's an anecdote where Harry and Meghan are talking about how they wanted to meet with the queen to tell to spend time with her. Uh, after they announced that they were going to set back as senior members of the royal family. Now, listen carefully to how the institution and dad are being described at the beginning of this clip, and it might give us a little bit of a clue. Okay. That announcement that we put out on the 8th of January in 2020, that was, the contents of that was put into a letter to the institution, to my father, which was then shared. All right, stop, the stop it right there. Interesting. The inflection of Prince Harry's voice to the institution, to my father. Mm-hmm. That speaks to me, perhaps, when they refer to the institution. Yeah. That at the center of the institution is Charles. Is Prince Charles. Yeah. Now, I am totally just reading into that and making up my own conspiracy theory, but the way that Harry looped those two together so intimately, just in that tumble of phrase, speaks to the fact that perhaps. The word institution is being used in place of Charles. Correct. His father. Yeah. See, now I just, I feel like now that we're dissecting this whole interview, I got to go back and watch the whole thing again. There's so much. There's just a lot to unpack. And we'll continue to unpack it in the next hour of the Colleen and Bradley Show. But what we have coming up 
is celebs behaving badly. We call them D-bags. We're going to tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, celebs behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, no Bradley trainer. No Bradley. No Bradley. He is on a vacation. Holly and I are here with you. Grant's at the controls. We're having fun on a Monday. Uh, and, uh, of course, at this time every day, we like to tell you about some celebrities behaving badly. We do have a name for them, and that name is... Duber. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Frequent Flyer Award goes to Kylie Jenner. Oh, congratulations, Kylie Jenner. Um, okay. Did you see... Because I know you're an avid follower of Kylie Jenner on social media. Oh, I'm just yeah. kidding. You're not. <laughs> I don't even think I follow her. <laughs> he did this. Like, I follow Kim, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, you kind of have to in this business, right? Like Kim is a must. Mm-hmm. Kylie's like, a, eh, I'll check when I need to. Chloe or not Chloe. Yeah. Chloe is actually also a must because you got to see how she's photoshopping. Anyway, Kylie <laughs> on her Instagram stories, she was like, I thought maybe you guys like to see my home workout. And she posted a series of videos of her doing her home workout. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, my gosh, Holly. First of all, all of them. So I posted that story. Can you scroll down to like halfway and you'll see where the stories are and then just hit play and then scroll through. There's one thing that they all have in common. They are all focused on. Oh, mm-hmm. her badonka dog. Mm-hmm. It's just literally like, do you want to watch <laughs> Kylie's butt working every, out? Every, every one, one of them. <laughs> every one of them. It's like Kylie on a stair stepper focused on her butt. Kylie on the treadmill focused on her butt. Uh-huh. Kylie um, doing some uh, adductor uh, exercises focused on her butt. Uh, Kylie doing some crunches on a machine focused on her butt. <laughs> Well, while we're focused on her butt. Oh, there's another thing to focus on. What? The her... fact that this is her home workout. I... Can we talk about her home workout? Well, that, That's a gym. gym. That's a gym. In yeah. her house, it is her home, mm-hmm. and it is her home workout. Big full sliding glass doors into a nice garden, little yeah. like, pool area. I want that home workout. Oh. I would work out all the time if I got to look at that. Well, wouldn't that be me? amazing? I've got a couple of bands and a ratty yoga right? mat. And like a terrible like carpet. I'm always trying to yeah. negotiate the carpeting, right? And like But can we just perhaps speculate on the obvious about Kylie Jenner's home workout and its focus on her uh, backside? Yes. I'm I'm just gonna take a wild speculate speculative uh, guess here. Uh-huh. Kylie Jenner's behind is not achieved via solely workouts. Girl, thank you. I'm just putting it out there. No, and I think the world needs to know this. And because, I mean, you are not going to achieve those results of Kylie Jenner's derriere simply by walking on a stair climber Mm -mm. and using exercise (laughs) bands. No. There is some surgical enhancement that one can speculate is happening with Kylie Jenner. Um, but wait, there's more. No. I want you to look very closely as we examine these uh, videos of Kylie Jenner's workout that focus really mainly on her Batuski. Um, Look at the first video. Okay. Right. I'm just, this is going to be like a quiz moment for the, the two of you. video on the stair climber. She's mm-hmm. on the stair climber. Okay. Now, now, now hit the arrow over to the next one. Now mm-hmm. she's on the, do you notice anything different? 
Wait a second. What is she wearing? Oh, oh, she's wearing completely different. Uh, no, or she's wearing a she's waist wearing trainer. She's wearing a waist oh. trainer. That is what that is. Yep. She is wearing a waist trainer. Well, okay. And let me just running. let oh. me read this to you. Like, let me read to you what her workout is on the treadmill. Allegedly, thirty minutes a day, twelve incline, three point two speed, and then jog at the end for as long as I can with a waist trainer on. I hope she's just. In, I feel bad for the person who's operating the camera because if she's running and wearing a waist trainer oh, and she's had any kind of food. <laughs> speaking of speaking of derriere, am I right? Okay, alrighty. I'm just. I know what happens to myself when I'm not doing anything and I'm wearing Spanx. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know go. how that goes. There you go. That's uh-huh. got to be uncomfortable just sitting and let alone running. I mean, beauty hurts, man. <laughs> beauty hurts, Grant. I just, I like honestly, I don't know. I, I don't know what part of this is most bothersome to me, but I, I frankly, I think it's her butt. I think it's that like I didn't want to be mooned. Uh, and I got mooned. Well, it's just, you know, that is a aspirational workout. Oh, cute. I see what you did there. Hey, oh. And you're not going to achieve those results by simply working out. That's true. So That's don't be true. fooled, kids. No, you can't. Yeah. Holly, do you have a, a, a celebrity behaving badly to tell us about? I sure do. Who is it? Today, it is Kevin Connolly. From Entourage? From Entourage. You remember, Oh, my gosh. Of course. He's, he's, uh, yeah, he's uh, Vince's best friend. Vince, that's his name, right? Vince's best friend. His name is E on the show. That's right. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that both Colleen, you and Grant both remember Kevin Connolly from Entourage because he was behaving badly over the weekend. Oh, no. I, you know, I seem to recall like somewhere in the back of my mind that he's not like, He's not as great as I want to think he is. Well, he th- I think the thing with Kevin Connolly is that at one point when Entourage was a really big show, yeah. he was kind of a thing. Yeah. Perhaps he dated a Hilton at one point yep. in time. Yep. Maybe Nikki, if I recall correctly. Or maybe Paris. I don't know. I've let that go out of my mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, you needed to make room for some other needed, stuff. Yeah. But now Kevin Connolly is back in my mind because TMZ reporting over the weekend that Kevin Connolly had a tantrum... Because his car was towed from a parking lot. But the thing is, it wasn't that his car was towed unceremoniously. Mm -hmm. Kevin Connolly was being a big jerk. Mm -hmm. And he kept parking his car in the parking lot of the Nikolai Bergman Flowers and Design Lot in Los Angeles. And he had kept on doing it on the regular. The owner of the shop tells TMZ that there's a podcast studio near the flower shop and that Kevin Connolly mm-hmm. used their parking spaces oh, for rude. his Tesla rude. when he records podcasts. Now, the manager told TMZ that they warned Kevin Connolly multiple times about not using their parking lot, leaving notes on the car. But this week, after Kevin Connolly's car remained parked for more than an hour, the store called a tow truck. And took the car away. Yeah, because Good. yeah, because that's how you deal with people who don't ever have consequences. <laughs> you give them consequences. Yeah. And so then the consequence, after that was enacted, Kevin Connolly entered the flower shop and then yelled at the staff and stormed out. He kicked a couple of items in the door and he left. 
You toned my Tesla. <laughs> I was trying to record my podcast that nobody listens to, like, but I they barely even, remember who I am. I didn't even know he had a podcast. Thank you. <laughs> and you guys remember him. He's like my size. He's all of like five foot five, 150 pounds, maybe. Yeah. You know? He's just, not a towering, you know, <laughs> imagine just storming presence. Like a child, like kicking a couple things, like, oh, you, like, like Holly said. I feel like, Grant, you could do a reenactment of this so oh. we could really feel into like Kevin Collins. Actually, you do sort of resemble him a little bit. Yeah. We, we've got that look. We're definitely the same stature. Is for he sure. the kind of per- like? Are you? Does, do people have people when that show was super? Okay, I'm going to get my thoughts together and then Word. I'm going to say what I have to say. It's Monday. When Entourage was really popular, did people ever tell you that you looked like him? No, never got really? it. Really? No, that no. surprises me. Yeah, maybe it's just it. because we're talking about him right now. Yeah. Um, but not your your attitude does not resemble his. Grant, <laughs> I, I want you not. to know, Thank Grant you. is like the opposite of a diva, but this. His character, yeah, it's uh, Kevin Connolly. He sounds like he's kind of a, stole, a diva. You stole my Tesla. I'm hey. trying to record my podcast. We have to look up. You know, unfortunately, I'm doing I did, it right now. Thank you, because I just couldn't be bothered to even investigate the podcast that Kevin Connolly records. I did investigate, however, the parking situation near the flower shop in Los Angeles. <laughs> thank you on Google Earth. Yeah, on Google Earth. <laughs> Thank you. I thought so. Yes. Being familiar with that location in Los Angeles, there's plenty of street parking. Yes, you will probably have to pay, but mm. there is plenty of parking in that oh place. Oh, my gosh. And Kevin Connolly, be be a nice person, or there are parking ramps located near the location of the podcast recording studio. Just pay like a normal person be nice. Okay. And don't have a tantrum when somebody actually catches you doing something that's debaggy. Okay, so here do you want the do you want the skinny on uh his involvement with podcasting? Oh, okay. He apparently actually launched a podcast network. Uh he has partnered with audio advertising firm Dax to launch Action Park Media. Uh, they focus on podcast production, distribution, and monetization. Apparently, mm. uh, he's going to need to dip into that monetization to pay his uh, ticket for being towed. Uh, anyway, they work with a range of talent, including actors, directors, entrepreneurs, and experts in their fields. <laughs> Every actor that's just not working has a podcast. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And apparently, he started this in June of 2020. So. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. Here's part of their portfolio. They've got a a podcast called Victory the Podcast. Um, Is that like Victory? Oh, wait, wait. In which hosts Doug Ellen and Kevin Dillon. Yeah, Kevin Dillon. Relive Entourage. Oh, honey, I'm getting secondhand embarrassment. Oh, it's so sad. Victory. Remember that? Oh, my gosh. But this is so sad because, like, you guys... There's life on the other side of Entourage, and I want you all to know that. I pictured Vince literally, I pictured him being E and just telling Vince on how to do his podcast while you guys were doing this story. That's what I was picturing in my head was the very scenario that I just laid out that, that is reality. Out. Yeah. Oh, my word. <laughs> I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> you know, he hasn't moved on. Wishing everyone the best. Yes. Best to all of you. Best to all of you. This whole story about Kevin Connolly and his petulant tirade in the flower shop in Los Angeles. The fact that he's recording a podcast probably about Entourage. Um, Yeah, so just FYI, he pops into the podcast every oh. once in a while. The podcast, <laughs> Victory the Podcast. No. True. Uh, 
Kevin Connolly, also an Entourage cast member, will pop in periodically for color, as will many of your favorite guest stars and cast members. Oh my gosh, you guys! Do not know that you... Oh, it's so sad. I mean, okay, we all gotta, you know, pay the bills. Yeah. So, if it puts food on the table and a roof over the head, then... Who are we to judge? Thank you. Have you guys gone back and watched that show at all in the last couple of years? I have not. I, I loved it when it was on. Try watching it again. I loved it when it was on, but I tried but watching it again. It doesn't age well? Oh, it just doesn't. Really? No, no, no. I was like too close to the source when that show was on. Because oh. you were living just, there and living, you were, yeah. yeah. I was just like, oh, I know. I don't want to. Mm. I'm tired. Um, Leave me alone. Adrian Grenier, though, like he he's in it. Like I'm curious about like what his career trajectory is now because he hasn't really done much since that and he was kind of the it guy when that show was on when we come back on the colleen and bradley show more i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Analysis of uh, Entourage. Just kidding. Analysis. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, I want to tell you about a new thing that Netflix is doing. I, it's kind of a streaming service. It's kind of like Quibi-esque. It's a little TikTok-y. I'm going to just lay it all out for you and you tell me what you think after this on My Talk 107.1. I love fake spring. It's the best. Yeah. So great. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Hello. Grant is at the controls. Thank you, Grant. No problem. And I do. Rem- I want to remind people, get over to the MyTalk app because we are giving away some real legit stuff there. Like super legit. Yeah. So here's the thing. You got to get over on the MyTalk app. And then twice daily, two people are going to win $100. Yeah. Then those people are going to be entered into the grand prize drawing. And we have legit prizes. Like legit. Like legit. Okay. So just take our word for it. Get over to that app and do that thing. It's too legit to quit. Uh All right. um, I wanted to try something out on you. I want to do a little red light, green light. Okay. So both of you, Grant and Holly, um, I want to tell you about a new project that Netflix is doing. It sort of has a quibby vibe. It has a little bit of a TikTok-y situation to it. Um, And I want to hear if this is something you think you would use. Okay. So this is, it's a, like I said, it's a project by Netflix. It's called fast laughs and it's going to be a TikTok style feed of clips from stand-up specials, comedy shows, and movies. It will, you will be able to interact with it in as much as you can uh, tap the screen and add a face with tears of joy emoji. If you think things are hilarious um, and it will be specifically for your mobile device. Right now, they have it available for your iPhone, but they will roll out. Um, actually, I don't know if they if it's already available. Uh, it is is rolling out in English speaking countries, including the U.S., U.K., Canada, and Australia. And it's iPhone only for now. 
but they will be testing an Android version later this year. Thoughts? No. Right. I don't want this. You know what this is, Colleen? It's like this is this is Netflix doing market yes. research on you. Yes. Thank- in, mm-hmm. in the guise of an app. I'm not gonna laugh at that clip. And then you're going to take that data and then you're going to determine who gets a comedy special on your streaming service. That's yeah. what you are doing. This is not for me. Yeah. Now we're working for you and we're not getting paid for it. Exactly. I, I'm with you 100%. I can see this being the Facebook for com- for comedians. And they're just going to take all those likes, all that data. And they're, like you said, they're going to use that for their own profit. And I mean, that I'm with you. I, I, I would not like it. And there's already things out there like Dry Bar. Like, have you heard of Dry no. Bar? So there's like a channel. You are way more plugged well, in than I am. Dry Bar is the place where you get your hair done. Or yeah, is it the more? blow dry bar? <laughs> I think it's dry bar comedy is what I believe. It's like a channel on like Pluto. They have oh. it on Samsung. Like any like it's like a free channel for comedy where they just have different comedians coming in and out doing their things, but without me liking it and telling them that I like it. If I like it, I'll laugh at home. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I'll just do it in the comfort of my own house and you won't ever know whether or not I think it's funny. I this is okay. I am tired. I am this is so good off my lawn. Okay, everybody, this is where Colleen Lindstrom turns into a certified crotchety old lady. Ready for it. Here we go. I'm so tired of these, um, like these, these apps and, and TV show like things that are catering to the fact that we don't have sustained attention capabilities any longer. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like actually making the problem worse. Yes. So it's like, oh, here, you already can't pay attention for a long period of time. Not only are we going to make it so you actually have to pay less attention, we're going to deliver it directly to your phone so that you have it at your fingertips at all times so you can actually exercise your inability to pay attention whenever it's convenient for you. Right. I'm just sick of it. I'm tired of it. I felt like this about Quibi too. You know, again, you're going to, you're trying to give me these quick bite 15 minute shows, which is great, right? Cause I don't have an attention span, but if I keep cycling through them, eventually I've just watched an actual episode. And so then what's <laughs> the difference? Well, right. Exactly. You know, and the thing with Quibi, one of the reasons why it was enormous and an enormous failure. They spent like $1.5 billion on it for it to not even last a year and right. then sold the parts off to Roku is that they were trying to replicate something in social media that happens organically via TikTok. Mm. TikTok is just regular people doing weird stuff. And then sometimes there's an authentic moment that actually goes viral, right. like the cranberry juice guy jamming to Fleetwood Mac. Right. Like that was a true authentic moment expressed through the vehicle of TikTok and short form video. Quibi was like all these Hollywood people who were already famous and rich and were like, well, I know what we can do. Yeah, I want to be like the TikTok celebrities. I want to be like the TikTok celebrities. So surely we can recreate a similar platform and people just want their quick bites. It doesn't work like that. No, no. And it's frustrating, right? Because this we you see this all the time with creatives where somebody goes, Oh, that thing worked. We better do that all the way to death. Yeah. Well, and then it's and then it's not a thing anymore. Well, and totally understand that because one of the things about Hollywood is the Hollywood as an industry has a tendency 
to be small C conservative, right. meaning and not not in the political sense, but in the sense that Hollywood sees something innovative and then will want to copy that innovation. Right. And then exploit it to the very last bottom dollar. And they're not willing to explore new methodologies of creativity they want somebody else to prove it, and then they're going to copy it and then monetize it, which is kind of what this this thing on Netflix Fast Laughs is trying to do. Right? They're trying to be like, "Hey, the kids like the the little videos." Yeah. So let's get so let's the- do that with our content, and then we'll benefit from it. Yeah, and then we're going to use it as a market research platform to decide what people are interested in and what they're not. So it's just a giant focus group at the end of the day. Stick with us, you guys. We'll lead- we won't lead you astray. We'll lift you our legs on all your dreams. Yeah. yeah we'll tell you what they're really trying to get out of you yeah and uh we'll even give you an umbrella maybe if you ask nice enough we will no <laughs> is it gonna be branded i don't know we'll work on it uh, we'll, we'll work, work on, on it so we're workshopping so it. nobody wants fast laughs from no. netflix i'm not here for it frankly we're, you know everything's either too long or too short now it's like movies are two and a half three hours long <laughs> so or everything's 30 60 30 nothing to 60 seconds just right nothing's like 20 minutes or an hour and 20 minutes anymore nothing right? can be that anymore it's so true Sorry about it, Grant. Yeah. Welcome to welcome to life. Uh, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, I want uh, everybody to know that we know you also watched the Harry and Meghan interview last night. And you probably have some questions of your own or things you noticed or the things that you were interested in. 651-641-1071. Tell us what you thought about Harry and Meghan's interview with Oprah last night. 651-641-1071. We'll take your calls after this on My Talk 1071.